welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. Show number 121, getting involved here from the Omni in Atlanta. I'm coming to you live from downtown Mawa in the dining room studios made famous by myself a couple of weeks ago. Of course, behind the glass, my co-host Dave Sturgeo coming to you live from downtown Mattawa, New Jersey from the Chop Sports Studios. David, how are we doing today? Doing all right, Jimmy. Doing all right. And then uh, yeah, it's another week of paradise here at Chop Studios. And <laughs> I'm a little bit more prepared for your show today. Got myself a card, had myself a meal before meal. I say that it's like a, it's just a protein bar, but outside know, of that. But, but you not eating on the show. You just cost me like 15 minutes of material. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, great. Now what the hell are we going to talk about? Of course, he's wearing the Yankee and Cowboy shirt, which is like, I can't give him shit because. He's a Cowboy fan, and then I try to give you shit, and you wear a Yankee hat. So, mm-hmm. But actually, both, both both teams are, well, I guess the, Cow- the Cowboys might be in better shape than the Yankees are right now. Cowboy. Anyway, well, it could be. We'll see. Um, well, this is the show, show number 120. And, of course, I just grabbed the top card, and I peeked at this, I, this week's card and next week's card are fan favorites for me for no reason other than, well, I'll explain. This, this guy this week is... Big John Mayberry getting involved. Now, John Mayberry was a classic guy who I thought oh, was better. No, no, it's like the bad autograph of a oh, card. Okay. They did that. Um, John Mayberry, I left on the back of the card. It you know hits right, throws left, like oh, stupid stats he's having in the back. But I didn't realize he was a good player, but not a great player. And he was really only good for like two or three years. And the other year, 15 years in the bigs. But the main reason why, I love John Mayberry. Two, well, a couple of reasons. My nephew's name is John Henry, so I call him Big because I just call him Big. I've been calling him Big John Mayberry since he's four <laughs> days old. Uh, Big John Mayberry. Uh, and the in 1977 game one of the AL, whatever they called it, the first round of the playoffs. That's what we called it. DS. Uh, no, the ALDS. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad got tickets somehow, and it was a day game here at Shea at Yankee Stadium, and I had to take off from school. I was in like eighth grade or seventh. I guess I was in – I was probably in seventh grade, and I had to get out. I remember my mother had to write a note, Catholic school, busting my balls and all this different <laughs> stuff, and, I, and then the nurse went, oh, I guess you got Yankee fever. But she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't like nice about it. Now I'd be like, oh, you go with your dad. You go to a game. He's taking, and my dad to take a day off from work? Forget about it. It's like, you know. So we went – and all I remember is like John Mayberry hit a hit a bomb off the facade in right field. <laughs> Three runs, Yankees lost seven to two. They won it in five. But uh, John Mayberry, listen, he he had thirteen hundred eighty hits, two hundred fifty five ding dongs, um, uh, eight eight seventy nine RBIs. He played with the Astros, Royals, Toronto, and the Yanks. The Yanks the last two years. He literally, I love what a don't you love about baseball when you fizzle out. This should have happened to Gallo. When you're just not good enough, and they say, you know, I'm so sorry. That's why the kid, every kid wants to play baseball, but you right. can't anymore, so you're cut. Uh, but here's the thing I did not know about John Mayer, which made me laugh. In the 77 playoffs, the Yankees won a wild series with the, with the Royals, as they did in 76. Chambers hit the home run. Mm. But the 77 playoffs went nuts as well. And it went five. And John Maber had been a key player for them, but he went out the night before game four, okay, <laughs> with the Royals up two games to one. Uh-oh. 
New York City. You ready? Got all banged up. He got mm-hmm. all banged up. He showed up game four and he was like missing ground balls and like Whitey Herzog, old school manager. <laughs> he just like took him out of the game in the sixth inning and didn't play him game five. And he was one of their wow. key players. If that happened right now, it would be like taking Who? like Riz- Rizzo out or something. Who's the manager at the time? Whitey Herzog. You remember him? Was he, he was was, no, I don't. But like, was he that kind of guy where he was like, no he bullshit, was a little like, bit like in that Earl Weaver, like, you know, but listen, and wasn't there seem to be any like this classic just got all banged up and who knows, but he liked him. He liked him as a player. He said, I like the way John plays, but just like, know, he's a mess right now. Mm-hmm. And then they just released him the next year. And of course the Yankees ended up getting him. He went to Toronto and then he went with the Yankees. Um, but he's, he, he, I just always love Big John Mayberry. And when I, even when I play wiffle ball as a kid, I, you know, take a big hack. I like Big John Mayberry at the plate. <laughs> so that's my guy. Um, you know, uh, that's it. Big John Mayberry. Who do you got? Okay. I got a big guy, too. Um, I'm going to switch sports. Uh, so something that I won uh, via uh, Chris's and Joey's uh, break buds one day, once upon a time, I drew uh, the jazz, right? Like sometimes you get these um, – you know, the teams, they're random, and you get teams like – so in the Jazz, I'm like, man, I can't wait to get a Carl Malone card or a John Stockton. But no, no, ladies and gentlemen, autographed, by the way, authentic autograph, Big Mark Eaton. Oh, okay. I remember him. Yeah, so yeah, Mark yeah. Eaton, the unfortunate story about Mark Eaton is that he died in a bicycle accident two years ago. He was only 64 oh, years shit. old. Yeah, oh, I didn't wow. know that either. So like, me, and Chris, me and Chris did a little uh, double-team action. Because he's like, what's your what's your card going to be today? I said, I'm going to bring, you know, Big Mark Eaton. Because anybody else is like a, a current player right now. This is one of my right, throwback right, right, right. cards. And he said, uh, he's, he's like, oh, Will here's, he- a fu- here's, here's a fun fact about Mark Eaton. <laughs> he died. It's like, what? You know, so, uh, so I had to. Uh, well, how, long did he, how long did he play? I remember the name for sure. He, how long did he, he play? He played a couple years. Not a lot. Uh, he actually had a <laughs> decent, like, you know, blocks per game average. I think he led the league in a little bit uh, for a couple times. But. Yeah, my Mark Eaton card is now uh it's worth a little bit more because he's uh he's not no longer with us. Listen, so uh, profit by death. I love that right there. Right. Mark Eaton getting involved here. So we have Mark <laughs> Eaton and of course big John Mayberry, famous for being on the Royals. So that's it for that, of course. Now, uh of course, we are uh we are still it's the there's a reason why some of the fans forget about Patrick Ewing. And how good he was, because I am stuck at Patreon at 32. I cannot get a 33. <laughs> and I was trying to know, who's famous for the Yankees number 33? I should know this. Yankees? Oh, that's uh, easy. That's Nick Swisher. <laughs> yeah, Nick. Yeah, so I can't get – if, you, if you're going to be anti-Patrick Ewing, how about a little Nick Swisher getting involved here? Mm. Um, we're stuck at 32, but I, mu- I must um, – I got to give a shout-out to Will Pena, who's been commenting here on the thing, um, and also a shout-out to my buddy uh, James Kanowitz, who had to, like – quit his account, sign up again. He's like, you know, uh, he's a legendary fan. Yes, legendary fan of the show. So, again, go to patreon.com. I don't think we – me and Dave talked about I don't think I'm going to rattle off all the names. I'm just going to pick out a random name every now and then. uh, you know, almost like uh, almost like a baseball card. You know what I mean? Like a baseball card. I may pick it. Like I could say, like Mike Shecky Lawler. You know, I just might, <laughs> he's a random Patreon. Just you know, Michael Deej, stuff like that. Uh, instead of rattling them all off, because I eventually want to have like a hundred thousand uh, Patreon members, and that'll just take up a whole show by itself. Yeah, I'll just if, if, if I get listen, if I get a hundred thousand people sending me three dollars, the entire show will be at number one. Alex steps out of Ramsey here. I'll be doing the show from my attic because I'm no longer here because I'm making money as a producer. <laughs> All right, Dave. You know what? Fifty. I tell you what. 50, 
I'll tell you what, about a hundred thousand, I'll send to you. All right, we got right, that. Cool, cool, done. All right, and it's but, now uh, it's official. It's on record, so now you're you're screwed on that regard. Yeah. So we, well, the Patreon, we'll we'll still have fun with it, but we're at thirty two, which is very sad, but it's okay because my people love me anyway, and uh, <laughs> you know, take away family members. I have four subscribers, including Will Pena, who's going <laughs> as Dying Breed Garage here at Shea. So if you're listening, probably via LinkedIn or, or YouTube. I don't know. Um, I look at Daryl Clark being a jerk. You're late. Listen, hey, listen. That would be good if I was a girl. Okay, bad if I was a girl. <laughs> You're late. We, we were fair, re- relatively early. Usually, we're sometimes a half hour late. We had some technical issues here, Jay. Literally and four course, seconds before we went on, and my power went out for a second. Yeah, like, What's no, listen, that's because of Matawan issues. There, nothing you can do here. Um, I suppose you have one gigabyte internet, which I hold is a waste of time. But uh, which again brings us to absolute eyewear. The famous sponsor of the Jimmy Palumbo show. That's right. Absolute Eyewear, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Greg and Johnny, they're opticians. Go check them out. They're down by the train station in Woodbridge, New Jersey, down there in uh, Middlesex County. They got everything there. And, of course, I love doing their ads because it's Ray-Ban coach Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturchio's Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley sometimes wears shades. Um, I, I always think about that. Like oh, the Oakley shades are so popular, and Charles Oakley came to think he couldn't get a sponsorship yeah. deal with them. Like, Remember, he got kicked out of Madison Square Garden. I think, yeah, that's why nobody wants to play for the Knicks because when you retire, they kick you out. I think he was. Uh, I think true. he had. A, I think he had a couple of beers in him. And he also was oh, ripping on the Knicks. Of course, of he course. he claims he didn't. I did the Artie Lang show Come once, on. and he says it wasn't that way at all. But you know, no way. And then, but the best. But he had the best line ever to me. Some security guard grabbed him right and just touched him and said, "Hey, Charles, you know." And he looks at me. He goes, "You don't put your arms on Charles Oakley at Madison Square Garden." <laughs> Did, like, he, wait, did he refer to himself in a third person? Oh, yeah, right to my oh, face. Man. I was like, this is okay. I, I wanted to go, Oakley, got to get involved there. That's but he great. was actually very insightful. If you can catch that interview on one of, I don't know where you get Artie's podcast anymore, but it was very insightful. He was even, people, I, I, I'm one of these jerk-offs that said, oh, if Oakley was in the league, you know, LeBron or Curry would come to the hole and he would, you know, destroy him. He completely disagrees that he actually would have been even a more effective player now uh, the way he, because you had to go out uh, and, and reach guys instead of co- he had a whole little theory on it, and uh, but he was very like uh, I don't want to say he overrated himself. But he was, I was like, ah, calm down, Charles. Number one, you didn't win anything, so you know. And, and when you left the Bulls, they won like eight in a row. So everybody relaxed. But he's a good guy. He was very cool, very interesting to talk to. Much differently than I thought, you know, that kind of thing. But. Um, so, yeah, absolute eyewear, 732-326-3937. Go talk to Janine Mashad getting involved here now. Oh, uh, Jimmy, just so we're aware, I don't know if anybody can see it in my face, but uh, I've lost a couple pounds since visiting Absolute Eyewear on Thursday. Their air conditioning yeah, listen, was broken. I, <laughs> so it well, was brutal. I walk in there and Craig is like, <laughs> like oh, my God, what the hell's going on? Why is it 100 I, degrees in here? When you told me that, you mentioned it the other day, and I, I, I was crying at that because – um the i was like wow what a great diet thing are you tired of gaining weight go to absolute eyewear and shop for glasses you'll drop five pounds mm-hmm. craig must have been so i know how pissed he can get he must oh have been he so he, he looked up. out of sorts and i've only met him a couple times but this time around yeah. he's just like 
You know, I know you're here, Dave, but I, I don't like anybody right now. <laughs> so it's <just> like, <laughs> oh, okay. That, when, when, he's, when he was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts in a softball <laughs> game, I've seen that. As he was adding to his all-time. I still think that's the funniest thing. He gets mad at me. He was a good player for, for us. When I coached with him, I would coach in the outfield, tell him to calm down. But uh, <laughs> all-time strikeout leader still makes me laugh. But, yes, no air conditioning at Absolute <laughs> Eyewear. I'm sure they got that fixed. Uh, that's funny though. And Dave lost five pounds. Mm -hmm. Getting involved. Now I'm all moved in here from a downtown Mawa studios in the dining room here. I gave up my dining room for my life's work. That's like, you know, that's my <laughs> starving artist moment there. I, but I got to get, first of all, I, listen, if, 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 if moving in was, was, was a sport football, let's say my sister was LT. Or if, if it was basketball, she is just Jordan. She, first of all, my sister helped me out. So, well, my brother helped me out a lot, big time, even in a different way. Uh, figure that out. But my sister, you, there should be a documentary on my sister entering Costco. Okay. There is a purpose. There is, there's a, it's like a pregame at giant stadium. When she comes, she has a, she, she moves at a quicker pace. She knows how to get through the ID section. She argues with, if there's any staff there, she's holding up. This is not $89. This is 60. Like she's just completely all over it. She cannot be blocked there. Do you think the, the ESPN cameras are, are tracking her as soon as she like gets out of her car? Like, oh, and who's and, arriving right now in all out. her garb? And <laughs> it's, it's like, like <laughs> it's like it's it, it's like world wrestling for me when she enters the arena, when she enters Costco. That I think the I think the lights should flicker and everything. Here we go, here we go. Uh, and then of course she was, first of all she was buying stuff for me, which is even. Uh, it was more than, yeah, she was buying stuff for me. That's very sweet. But she knew like the different aisles and she knew like she grabbed paper towels, right? Now me and you would just grab paper towels. She was like, no, these are just as good as Bounty. Like she knew, she knew the product different. She's like, got, she's got like the play, the wrist oh, the playbook she, thing on yeah, her. She was like, oh, paper towels. Yep. You can get them at Costco. They're just as good as Bounty. She just was completely, I'm looking around going, of course, oh, all God. I saw was this huge 65 inch television for 500 bucks and i'm like oh, i'm totally gonna buy that because my bedroom tv blows and i'm gonna make the switch at 65 i'll have an entire room of television but she just but the best thing is we not only went to well, costco which on a saturday afternoon there should be i should Crazy. say you know we, we should do the show live from outside of a costco and just be like <laughs> good evening everybody everybody here buying a bunch of shit and that you know getting down the shore getting you know 15 gallons of uh you know palm olive here Everybody overbuys shit. It's like, and, it's like, and Mr. And this gentleman's walking out with three Kirkland t-shirts <laughs> from the middle. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And then we went to Walmart, which Walmart is just is it's just accessible. It's it, 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 but they got stuff in there that's well priced. But you just yeah. there's an inner sense of of uh, you just don't again. Just like I always say. You just don't feel successful in life when you're shopping at Walmart. I'm sorry. I would love to do a poll that I, I, I just, and again, my ideas are so great. You just sit outside of Walmart and say, Hey buddy, how much you make a year? How much you make a year? And then you can see who the cheap fucks are. You can also see who's, who's just like, Oh, things aren't going well. Oh, okay. All right. 45 days sober. Sure. Sure. Head right in. Exactly where you got to be. I mean, it's just. It's I've, so I've made this, I've made this comparison with places like Walmart. And I said, and I've said this out loud. 
Like when, when you see the employees and I'm not knocking anybody who works there. Cause I'm sure they're making a great honest living, but it just seems to me that every time I ever walked into a Walmart, every single employee has some kind of limp or ailment limp. <laughs> or something. I, I, there's no doubt. Just, now listen, struggling. that's wonderful. That's wonderful that they, they hire people with needs, but sometimes you're running in there trying to buy a shelf that you right. want to get for twenty dollars, and they got they all the way up no there. <laughs> it's like you know, and and, and oh when you ask God. for something higher, the look of disgust they give you. And, like, <laughs> and then, of course, we ended up. Uh, then we end up at the, the, the third place we ended up in was I think, and I'm glad this place is closing because it, it doesn't make sense. The Christmas tree shop stores. You ever been in one of these? It's uh, it's owned by Bed Bath and Beyond, and those guys are on the okay. outs. This store should be called Everything in Here Will Be Available at a Garage Sale When Your Parents Die. That should be the name of the store. Dave's not listening to my joke. I am, I am, I am. This place sells like it just every every aisle is just shit. It's shit. There's no <laughs> quality at all. But and it's going right thing. to your basement, too. It's going right, right to, to my, the basement. It's all and of course we looked around. I'm like, I mean, I don't want anything here. And then I, I realized, wait a minute. It's called the Christmas tree shops. There was no Christmas stuff in there. I would think <laughs> the Christmas tree shops would be a place where year-round you want to go buy a tree in July because you feel like getting a jump on it. I went there. There was nothing. It was all shit. The place should be called shit and beyond. <laughs> That's all it was. And then, of course, my sister bought some curtains for me for my, my uh, slider. And everything was great. It looks beautiful. Except the pole was a little quick. I said, man, maybe we should just get a better pole. Where did you get this pole? She goes, Christmas tree shop. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Even the pole looks like, no, it came out fine. But still, the pole looks a little bendy. And then, of course, we went to the, really the last place on earth you want to be on a Saturday is Ikea. Oh. Now, oh. Ikea, first Jimmy, of all, Jimmy, it, Jimmy. It, this has been, this has been, listen, my sister, my sister walking, my sister walking in Ikea is a total different thing. Okay. Walking into Ikea, she thinks everything's expensive there. So she, she's like, you know, she's like, Jimmy, we got to set, we got to settle back on, we're going to win this game 10 7. We're not going to light it up here. You know what I mean? She settles back on defense, a basketball. Work the, clock, work the clock. Work the clock. <laughs> she's doing like four quarters. She looked like she played for Princeton in 1967. <laughs> and so we walk in there and we're looking around. And then I saw this. There was this black tape. I have a, a little small kitchen area in my apartment. And I I saw this table and there was two sizes. One was a little high, like kind of bar, bar, bar stool kind of thing, but it had mm -hmm. chairs and everything. And there was one on sale, it was on sale for like $240 for the four chairs. If you have to put it together, of course. Oh, of course. And I, I for some reason I thought, oh, I can look through the like the, the hole in my kitchen, the square thing, and see the TV. So we went for the higher one. Well. $239 down, Palumbo checks Aww. back home. I have to put together this table. First of all, Ikea, I had a, I poured myself a bourbon on the rocks. You cannot do this with too much coffee in it. You have to relax. We laid the screws out. My sister's yelling at me. We should have got something else. This is shit. But, of course, the table now goes up almost to the ceiling. It's like the <laughs> highest table low to man. But I put it in. She helped me do it. It looks okay. We stand all up those to things, one of all those things are from like Czechoslovakia and it's all in Czechoslovakian. Uh, so you're and, like, and, where, how do you even put this shit together? Oh, it's terrible. If you don't listen, when you go to Ikea, you have to lay out all the screws because in the instructions, 
it's it's the same size. Like if you make a mistake on a screw early on, like you put the larger one in, that'll do it here from the Aldi. <laughs> Jimmy Palumbo on page four, going with the medium screw and some now, of the little screws. I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you. You, you know, you and my how old are you? Sixty. <laughs> Uh, 58 here 58 sorry so my father is 66 i want to say 65 66 i want to see if you're the same as him so when you guys do lay out all the screws and you do put the whole thing together if there's anything left over do you have to admit out loud that it's by design that they give you a couple extra yes i (laughs) we 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 had four there was like three washers floating around on my road (laughs) And I was like, is that going to be, you know, and then the, the best note is like on, the like bottom, on the bottom of the last page, there's a little, little you don't see it's a little line. It just says this product may, may need extra screwing in as time goes by, which means <laughs> within four days, my ass is going to be wiggling a little <laughs> But you know what? It looks good. I got that going. Uh, but my sister was just a complete huge help. I mean, she was like organizing stuff. Of course, she packed stuff without telling me where it is. So I'm like, of course, I made the mistake. If anybody needs um, a dishwasher liquid, I am now supplying dishwasher liquid for <laughs> North Jersey. I'm. Oh, what happened to me? What'd yeah, you're losing. A, yeah, your internet's a little oh. wonky right now. But no, you know, I just making... it just signed out for some reason. Am I good? We're still live. Yeah, you're still live. Still here. Okay, I my I have enough. Uh, 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 Cascade for Bergen County. I do. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I, I I I can never find it. I bought. I have three large jugs. I use the dishwasher once a month. I will be using that. I'll be I'll be way older than your father when I'm when I'm using this stuff. <laughs> and uh, so she, she, but she put stuff away in the proper place. But everybody has their own way of things. So every two hours, like Mary, where did you put the? Where did you put the? Where did you put the? She's yeah. like, I put it right in the. It's right in the drawer where it should be. You know what I mean. They call me that at my house, uh, at my dad's house. It says, uh, they call me Davey, where's my? Because I don't know. Where's my, where's my, where's my, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue as to where anything is. I know. It's it really just, uh, the whole thing makes you crazy. Um, and also in my place, I don't have any blinds yet. I just ordered them. So when I tell you late at night when the lights are on, I am indeed live here from <laughs> Mawa. I stepped out of the shower and realized, well, hello. <laughs> like, I, I am being broadcast live from head to toe here. It's like I gotta put, <laughs> do I put a sheet on the wall? There's probably some lady. Okay, who the hell wants to look at me stepping up? More of a horror show. People, they're gonna call stay. HOA and be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, there's a man, there's a man. He looks huge." Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just awful. But I, but I gotta get the shades will be in within a couple of days, or we, hopefully by next week's show. Um, but uh, <laughs> next week's show, my neighbors will no longer be able to see me. <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah. That'll do it here. Nobody wants to see that fat bastard over there. Three fifty-six. <laughs> now I have neighbors next door. Okay, little a little old Irish couple, probably ten years older than me, maybe more, fifteen years older. They're from Ireland, and he's like he's a handyman, and so like he just like he adopted me as his son. Like he's like okay, he's like okay guy. Okay, guy, you got to change this. You see, y'all come up and do it for you. Like he's just—he was getting involved. He gotta get that guy in contract. Yeah. He, he fixed the light switch for me. He was just like, you know, he was—he was the guy leading off second when a guy hits a two-run home run. That's his guy. <laughs> Let off with a double, you know, that kind of deal. And his wife Kay was great. They were showing me how they did stuff. Um, but it was like he left me tools. I mean, ratchet sense that I can't find right now. Oh my god, it was just. Uh, what's up, Caprio? Checking in on the chat. 
Um, now Robin's saying I'm real blurry. Am I blurry yeah. to you? Yeah, a little bit. I just didn't want to. You were ranting and raving or whatever, so I didn't want to like interrupt you. I don't but know it, why that is. It, I got the same it, setup. To be honest with you, it's probably internet thing. It might have uh, clicked over to uh, something else. I don't know, but it's a podcast after all, ladies and gentlemen. You get it's to listen podcast, to this. Podcast and Jimmy Palumbo's coming in blurry here <laughs> at Shea. I don't know why that is. You'll have to deal with me blurry. And Dave's coming in clear, I assume. Oh yeah, I'm looking right yeah, at okay. you. Uh, <laughs> I look bell. clear as a bell here. Yeah, Something well, blows. anyway, I'm going to be blurry. <laughs> Nothing I can do. Now, those of you scoring at home uh, that live in a condo complex, okay, there's something HOA fees. You got to pay fees, they mm. think, for the pool and this, that, that. But there's always a woman in a little office by the pool, and she's the HOA lady. And she is the Gestapo. I walked in there. She's like, Can I help you? Who are you? Why are you here? I was like, hi, I just moved into this place here. And she sat me down and she read all the rules to me. She was completely like, she goes into the system. She types in Palumbo. She's like, you're not in the system. What did you buy? What is this? And then she's like, as far as I'm concerned, you don't live here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, I, I tell you, I do. I live right over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> she was completely like, oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. Give me all these laws. Like I was like, I could tell it was like rookie camp. I had to hold it, you know. I was the mm -hmm. guy who had to hold the equipment, walking All back. Bags, the yeah. Yeah, walking back. She was like, I said, since 95 degrees, I can't use the pool. You are not in my system. If you're not in my system, you can't use the pool. I don't know why you're even inside of here. I don't understand these people, man. It's just like everybody's just like it's such an asshole. Like, imagine being the same thing happened to my kids the other day. I wasn't with them. And my wife is a sweetheart. She doesn't ever want to, like, ever say anything to anybody. But, like, they went to, like, one of those spray parks or whatever with all the, you know, the fountains and all this other shit. And they tried to do it, and and they're like, oh, you don't have a reservation? And she's like, there's six people out there. Like, what are you talking about? Reservation? Like, this isn't COVID. This isn't, you know, it's, <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass. Oh, uh, it's totally, you know. But then I sweet talk her, and now she's mm. like, you know, my she's my hero. Because mm. I said, oh, what a tough job you have. 8,000 units. Everybody got a different complaint. It's like, you know, it's like working in chop sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to handle yeah, yeah. all the complaints. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Chris showing up once in a while here at Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chris is now going to be my Bill Walton. And I'll explain how funny that is in a minute. His new nickname is Bill Walton. I'll get to that. Anyway, HOA magic makes you crazy, which brings us to, of course, uh, cornholelevel.com. That's right. Cornholelevel.com. For $19.95, you get your little handy-dandy cornhole adapter, put it on the hole there, and it balances up. You know that, Dave, you want to have a straight board when mm -hmm. you're there. Uh, you get 20% off your entire order. They're $19.95. You put it in JP Show. Um, my buddy Mike Caprio owns this company. It's really cool things. As a matter of fact, um, there's a huge cornhole tournament in Ramsey tomorrow night, uh, Thursday night. I can't make it, but I'm dry dropped off five or six samples over there. And uh, I think every, so everybody in there is going to have a very level cornhole leveler. If you go to cornholelevel.com here from the army. <laughs> you screwed that so, one up. You're like, everybody there is going to have a level cornhole. You're like, mm. I know. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound right. But, yeah, you know. Well, you know. So, Caprio, if you're listening, I'm going to give out samples. So if you get calls, uh, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your cornhole, uh, man. They're 1995 cornholelevel.com. So I mentioned this last week. Um, and this is something very interesting, I think. Uh, I know you don't really follow college basketball that much. But, much. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. I'm not that way. Hockey, I'm the same way, uh, playoff. But being that you're from 
you're in Rutgers backyard. What's mm-hmm. going on with the basketball team is something. And I try not to read these preseason articles anymore. I've been following Rutgers now for 40 years. I've been let down 38 out of 40 years. <laughs> I, I read the articles, probably just like Cowboy fans do, 1996. You get all mm-hmm. fired up about some cornerback from East Texas is really good. And then they lose to the Packers in the playoffs, and you want to hang yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. But we, we don't even make the play. We do nothing. But what's going on with hoops, we've been better at the last few years under Pikel. Everybody knows that. But what's going on with the recruiting now is actually, I, I think it should be like an ESPN lead story because we're, we have the number two recruit coming, class of 2024. We are close to signing the number one recruit, Dylan Harper, whose kid played for Rutgers a couple of years ago. I mean, whose brother played for Rutgers a couple of years ago. Is that Ron Harper Jr.'s? Yeah. Same Ron guy? Harper Jr.'s other kid, Dylan oh, Harper. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Um, so he, but he, it's one and two. We also have the number 13 recruits coming in, and we're also in bed with – so we're in bed with a two assigned. We're in bed with a one, two, seven, and 13 players. On those those guys, you know, and you understand, that's Duke-Kentucky territory. Like, in other words, in the history of Rutgers, we have never had a this high level of – now, who knows, NIL, the kids don't sign. I get all that. Mm-hmm. But even the fact that we're, we're on a date – with these four players and, and and like the worst guys ranked 35th, which is rare. And I mean, we've had some success, but this is uncanny. Um, how the, uh, the recruiting level try to next time you're reading about college basketball, it's, it's really, yeah, and this curious. kid, Dylan Harper's choosing between Kentucky, Duke and Rutgers. I mean, it's, it's, it's that level. Um, and uh, it's, it's like, these kids are better than Bronny. Like that, that, you know, you realize that? And we, of course, mm-hmm. we play, we're going to play, we're going to play Bronny too. And you know, that it's going to be. Where did he commit to? USC. We That's played, right. We That's playing right. USC in a couple of years. Um, it's just uncanny. And then on the football side, which I try so desperately not to read anything because I'm just, by Halloween, it's over. Uh, we, you know, by Halloween, we have not qualified for postseason play. <laughs> and, uh, I, but the football team is recruiting like, a very solid top 35 class, which we don't win. Like how that to me is like, I feel like, Hey, how'd you do that? We stink. And you got a top 35 recruiting class. It's mind boggling. And, and a couple of fours that, yeah, but, but you don't, you don't think the other schools have it. What do we have? Yeah, but I mean, like we got Vinny least... from Queens going, I'll throw him a few dollars. Like what? Do you, um, yeah. They well, have institutional money at these other schools. You think Aber Auburn? You got some car dealership guy. Well, who yeah, the who's throwing the ball for Rutgers this year? Who's the quarterback? The kid that well, they had from one. lunch. The lunch that's class. One. The other kid. Well, listen, I, I would rather have the lunch. Yeah, because this kid Gavin Wimsat, who Wimsatt, left school early, right. he left school like in fourth grade to come to Rutgers. <laughs> I I feel like Gavin Wimsat has been here for seventeen years. Like he played with Ray Rice. And everybody's like, no, no, when he gets going, when he gets going, I think it's going to be like when he gets going, oh, he doesn't go to school here anymore. He's, he's gone. <laughs> he gets and going, he's going to be for, then, for Clemson. Then, but I get accused of being a bitter fan, which I guess I am, because people say, like, where do you see he's going to leave for more NIL money? I'm like, go. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out who's writing the check. I mean, you know what you're getting, right? He doesn't do anything. I know he's young, and he – he has. He looks the part. He's got the dreadlocks. He's tall. He looks like Randall Cunningham. It's like he's like in photographs. I'm like, oh, we got the guy. But then the game starts, and I'm like, this guy stinks. 
I did, and people say I'm wrong. I finally got my brother a little bit to my side. It's like he doesn't. My brother said it best. He's got potential, of course. Everybody does, mm-hmm. but he hasn't done a thing live in spring or in a game that makes you think. Here comes Sturgeo drinking up the jug. Here he waited. He waited <laughs> thirty-one minutes in yeah, last listen, week. Man, he ate, last week was like thanks. Was last week our Thanksgiving show here? <laughs> <laughs> now, and you got the gallons of water you kids drink. Is like, that's mine. You kids, it's listen like, to you. No, you, you have this hey, thing. You're like, you, kids. You, you look like you look like yeah, it's, it's like you're getting gas with that. Like, come on, man. I drink like two of these like, things a day. Yeah, for what? Who says that's good either? Uh, yeah, flush, flush the system, you know. Oh yeah, flush the system. All right, fair enough. Anyway. I digress. Um, but <laughs> Rutgers football is in bed with some guys uh, in football as well. That is just – we're in a top 35 class. Of course, we're only a top 10 in the Big Ten. But for a team with very little success over 40 years, that is mind-boggling. There's some breaking news with Rutgers right now as of today. Uh, if you're walking around the um, – what should I call? Uh, if you're walking around the – what do you call Concourse, right? And you get to uh, eat, uh, eat and drink, right? The drinks now – they will be officially selling uh, LeGrand whiskey at at uh, at Rutgers football game. So LeGrand signed today with his whiskey company, um, and he signed with Rutgers Athletics, and they're going to be the exclusive whiskey yeah. of Rutgers. So congratulations so again, even, Eric LeGrand. Even the, even the regular fans, or is that up in the expensive seats? No, no, no. It's, just, it's going to be available just to go purchase. Yeah. Wow. But, I mean, come on. If you're watching Rutgers, you need all the whiskey you could possibly I, they drink. Should be, uh, they, should be, they should say whiskey, LeGrand whiskey. You can only have this neat – no, we want no mixer with it. You need to be as drunk as hell. Um, I actually love the fact that they sell alcohol at the Rutgers games. A lot of people are need against to. it. Need to. Here's why I'm not. If you're tailgating, right? You're there a couple hours for the game. You have a couple beers. Sometimes you just want that one beer once you get in the stadium. Why you, That's you my can't rule. bring anything in, right? That's my rule. One but, beer but you know what's also great about it? For the fans that are like, don't tailgate. You're running late. You're doing shit. You get to the game maybe right at kickoff. You know what? I'm going to get a beer. Sit while watching football and have a beer. Uh, and it's also more controlled. A uh, friend of mine, friend of my sister's is, is in charge of security. He was saying the more Rutgers can control the alcohol, the better. It's, it's the parking lot that causes all the problem, not anybody, mm. um, you know, running around. With. But so, yeah, that that's awesome. The grand whiskey at the game. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to get a little something on the rocks over there. They probably give you this much, and it's $12. Mm-hmm. Water the um, fucking hell of it. Then you sneak in booze, and you pour it on top of the grand whiskey. <laughs> but anything to help out Eric Legrand, um, number 52, mm-hmm. only guy, big number 52, top of the thing. Which brings us, you know, I, I was going to talk about the Yankees, uh, but. Uh, it's your all-star break. Let it go. <laughs> no, you know what? This is nothing there, man. This is bad. Well, I, they, I they, watched, fired, they fired their hitting coach and they hired Sean Casey, okay, which, you know, okay. Now, oh, Sean, who's Sean Casey? Uh, you don't know who Sean Casey is? No. Tell Sean me. Casey played for the Reds for quite some time. He's actually Aaron Boone's teammate. So that, you know, a little camaraderie there, uh, you know, not he, to me, he was like a Giambi, meaning like he can hit the ball 500, but he can also strike out most of the time, but okay. he's our new hitting coach. So, we'll so see just, what just what we need, a hitting coach that struck <laughs> out a lot. Okay. <laughs> so he'll be very comfortable at, at the Yankees uh, looking at the film. Oh, yeah, I I'm remember looking, this. I'm looking at his lifetime stats right now just to try to pull it up. So he is a career – you know what? Not for nothing. He's a career 302 hitter. So he's okay. in the 300s. He's got he, he, over he's 1,500 not, hits. You know, he's not bad. Well, listen, 
130 homers. Today's modern uh, hitting coaches, and they have, I'm sure they have a little mini staff as well. Mm-hmm. They got to be able to search video, look at video, but really they're therapists. So if a guy's 0 for 16, you got to come in, and a coach might be like, hey, let's try some different. It, it's really a mentor. The, the days of the, like no, uh, you know, uh, Rizzo's not changing his swing. They just don't. Well, very, that, that just very happened with Volpe, players. though. That just happened with Volpe. He and opened the, up okay, his stance a little bit. Enough. It's hard to hit. There's little nuances like that, but it's also about breaking down film, tendencies pitchers have against them. Yeah. But you know what? When things are when there's when there's water coming on the boat, the first thing you do is fire the hitting coach. It's like it's like when you give up 48 points for four weeks in a row, defense quarter gets fired. When you're like two and fall seven, guy. you got yeah, fall guys got to go. Um, I just talked about the Yankees. They look flat. I don't know what the hell it is. Um. It just, I don't know. It just, uh, you know, uh, they're a half game out of the wild card now. So, and the teams that are like two games back, two games up, I think are just as good as them. So the only fun thing, maybe we need to go back to this. We've been making the playoffs a lot over the last 20 years, a lot, a real life, the last 25 years, actually. I think we missed twice in 25 years. Is that accurate? Like, yeah, 2011, I think they missed. Right. That was it. I don't and know. I know we had some one and done games, which is, you know, but still a playoff. You remember though, in you don't remember in '95 when they finally made the playoffs in Manly's last year. You remember this, of course. You yeah. Did. yeah, that was like exciting. We had to fight to get in the playoffs. There was some huge game. Uh, I forget the shortstop's name. Hit a huge two-run home run against Toronto, like with three games to go, kind of clinched it. Um, I can't it wasn't Gallego, right was it? No, no, no. Uh, Pat, Tony Fernandez. No, Pat, Pat Kelly? Kelly. Pat, Pat Kelly. Kelly had a big two-run home run against Toronto. It was exciting. I watched every game, the last 30 games, because we were fighting. But then we got fat and heavy, and, you know, oh, it's mega. So maybe, maybe it'll be good in September, after Labor Day, if we're a game out or a game up, where every game is going to be like to try to get in the playoffs. You want to get maybe. in there. Maybe, maybe that'll be more fun. Because if character. not, they're boring as hell. I still think uh, Judge's toe is death. I, I think that's a bad injury. I, I, I We're going to be like, well, yeah, but I'm telling you, before the toe and – after the toe injury, um, do you remember that game? Big the big toe game with the with the kicker with the plastic ball. And he hit his head. And he kicked the ball. Do you remember that? No. Oh, I gotta get. I, gotta, I will have a video clip next week of that. Right. Which, by the way, I think we can do that now. Yeah, definitely shit. could do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Stanton's been awful uh, uh, the whole bit, and same thing with the Mets. The Mets stink. I thought this was going to be a real cool summer of New York baseball, just rocking it, and instead. Mm-hmm. Elgar Bosch time. And you know what? I'm going to say this. Who hates the all-star break more than me? I like watching baseball. The beauty of baseball is that, like, you get one night off and then there's another game. So sometimes you don't play Monday or you don't play Thursday, right? All-star break is like, oh, what is this now? Home run derby? They're all for <laughs> And it always seems like the Yankees, other teams seem like they stop on Sunday and they play, like, an hour after the all-star game. Like, Toronto's playing the Reds. Like, Did you? By the way. Did you watch any of the, the home run derby last night? No, I just heard what's his name hit some bombs. Yeah, Vlad Guerrero won the thing. Um, but he hit a hundred and eighteen mile per hour line drive and hit a kid right in the face in the outfield. 
Oh, I didn't see that. Kid put his glove up, went right past the glove, knocked this kid out. Like, and wow. here's ESPN. ESPN's like, ah, that one didn't make it over. And then the next pitch, like, they didn't give a shit. The kid's like dead on the ground, and they uh. didn't care. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, I'm sure he's okay, but he's gonna join the uh, the Yankees cameraman on the IL for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the Yankees. So baseball leads the league in getting drilled in the face. Yeah. Oh my god! You know what? The, Just, the kid will have his own podcast on Barstool and get two hundred thousand people sending exactly. three dollars a month. Um, <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing just baseball is just down, and you know, uh, I didn't play softball this weekend. It was a rainout, but on Sunday, Jimmy Palumbo is back to playing softball. Although I'm just fat and heavy, which brings us to, of course, America's favorite sponsor, Oxy Magic Carpet Cleaning. That's right, Oxy Magic USA.com. O X Y Magic USA.com. O X Y magicusa.com. They don't do the hoses. They do the one machine. They come in here. The guy, Brian came to me a couple, came here and fixed it, uh, fixed my carpeting, cleaned my carpeting a couple weeks ago, uh, a couple of days ago. I mean, it dries in like an hour or two. It's all green sealed, EPA, safer choice, all that stuff. You don't feel like you're just doing cocaine in the eighties in Miami with, with the smell. Uh, everything's green. They do wall to wall carpeting. They do area rugs. They do upholstery. They do the tile and ground cleaning. They got some machine that does that. I don't know what the hell it does. They have 80 locations nationwide. Uh, they're really great. Plus Tom and Natalie, uh, the guy who owns it. Tom is a really good pickleball players. You know, um, and I'm going to get to that in a second. And I can't wait to play against them again because they're so good. It's good to get your ass kicked by him. They're good players and they're good people. They're also offering those of you financing, getting involved. You want to own, own one of these Oxy Magic places? That's right. Oxy Magic offering 0% financing for new location owners here at Shea. So go check it out. Well, they don't like to use the word franchising anymore. It's kind of oh, like, really. I don't know the details of that, but go to oxymagicusa.com and and somehow you'll get in touch with Tom and he will tell you exactly what's going on. And a shout out to my boy Brian who did the carpets and he's a huge beer league fan. Uh, so go check it out. Oxymagicusa.com. That's right. Um, what do we got here? You know, uh, this show might be a little short, maybe. No, I don't think so. So yesterday, listen, my heel injury, well documented on ESPN, <laughs> but due to HIPAA laws and my 5K in September, uh, my, my heel is banged up for like five days and I finally felt better. So I decided to go out there and play a little pickleball and uh, I'm probably a three, five player. Okay. As they say, scoring at home, I got on a court with 4.5 players. Now that is like the difference of being division one and division three. Okay. I got on the court. But I have some friends of mine who say I'm not that good anymore. And I just, <laughs> I want to talk it over. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just going to say competitive bastard. I got on this court and uh, you know what? These guys were significantly better than me. But you know what? We lost 11-9. I was the worst player on the court. And a couple of shots, their, their phrase, when, when someone's better than you, this is the phrase they use. Hey, good fight, good fight, good fight. That <laughs> meant like on a couple of rallies, I made some save by Brodor, cleared by the Rangers. I was just completely smacking the ball around. And um, it felt good to get my ass kicked. But you know what? You can tell. I think one of the guys, I, I heard him whisper something. Not sure exactly. It was a little inaudible here. He was, he was mic'd. He said, hey, this guy's a pain in the ass. That's all I want to hear. This guy's a, you cannot come into my arena and waltz in. That's not how it works here. And I'm fat. I'm, I'm starting to lose weight now. When I get a little thinner, a little more, you know, getting involved here from the army, I am, I know it. And I'm now I'm pissed. 
I'm going to fucking destroy people in pickleball. Look at him. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm pissed. Who tell me I'm not good? I'll destroy you. But when, you know what? When, you know, it's like anything else, like basketball. When someone's better than you, it's just like, oh. <laughs> I, watched like the video, they, I watched a video of pickleball yesterday for like 30 seconds. And, and the first thought that went through my head is, there's no fucking way Jimmy's good at this. I played tennis in high school. I played oh, All right. Well, then you got something kind of. Yeah, okay. and, uh, right. and also, listen, if I played pickleball with you for 20 minutes, you'd be you'd be ranked like 150th. It's that it's, it's like cornhole. Okay? Okay. The only, it's actually easier than cornhole. That's how I think it is. It's a wiffle ball with a paddle. You're a big guy. You smack it. You hit the guy in the face. Yeah, I can barely ball. move at this point, though. You don't have to move. <laughs> the court's small, bro. Yeah. Two courts fit on one tennis court. You can't move three feet. Come on. Uh, all right. And yet you're drinking all that water and those protein shakes and Luna mm -hmm. bars. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, but my heel felt okay. <laughs> Luna. I'm not going to get Luna bars. As as my sister <laughs> I was going to say that. That's the way, next one. First of all, they have like the health. I'm going back to my sister because she just, if, if this was N NBA player of the week, averaged 27 points, 15 <laughs> rebounds, 11 assists in six games, two of them against the Knicks. So maybe it doesn't count. But she she was in the health section, like, and telling me what bars are the better price. And she's like, Luna bars. You got to get Luna bars, the lemon flavored Luna bars. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So we buy the Luna bars. And then she says, by the way, $1.50 gets you a hot dog and a, and a soda. Next thing you know, there's also something called the chicken bake, which is this chicken thing wrapped in dough. Of course, <laughs> my sister got the hot dog. I got the $2.50 chicken bake thing, which was, I, I looked it up online, 7,000 calories. In one. I <laughs> ate one chicken bake at Costco. That is my food for the week. She's uh, <laughs> completely out of, out of control. But brings us to, I'm wearing the patches from ChasingMiracles.com. A breakthrough technology here, Chase. Phototherapy patches. You've seen them on all the athletes. It stimulates the body's natural healing systems. They're effective, inexpensive way to get yourself. You can put them on your knee, your ankle. Have them on the heel, on your shoulder, and the back of your neck. You wear them for 12 hours, and you don't wear them for 12 hours, that kind of thing. These things are cool. You got to go to ChasingMiracles.com. Talk to Tommy and Donna and I'll walk you through. They're good people anyway. Very, uh, not spiritual. What's the word? Enlightening, uh, positive, positive thinking positive. people. Yeah. Uh, complete opposite of who I am. Um, <laughs> I've known her for a thousand years. She used to be in casting. And Tommy wrote a couple of books that are really good, by the way. And uh, these products just work. It's, it, they work with your natural body systems. And it's there's actually clinical stuff on it. If you Google it online, look all that stuff up. So go to ChasingMiracles.com. That's right. Um, and do all that stuff. Now, I got to talk to you about, I don't know, have you seen the 30 on 30 on Bill Walton? No. It's called the luckiest guy, luckiest guy on the earth or something like that. Mm -hmm. No. Are you familiar with like Bill Walton? Oh, I know you probably yeah, yeah. Know doing good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, three hour documentary, uh, four hours, I guess it was. No, three or four hours. I forget. I was mesmerized because I love when you know enough about a guy. Oh, yeah, I know Bill Walton. Then you watch the thing. I forget how dominant he was mm. at at uh, UCLA, and I also forget how like he was like they 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 won uh, three in a row, four in a row, and UCLA won like nine national championships in a row. He and I forgot Luke Walton, his son played the NBA for a while, mm -hmm. very good player in the NBA, uh, but he has uh, his knees and hips have been injured since like UCLA. He's, he's been injured. And when he got to Portland Trailblazers, he was like kind of a hippie guy and he grew the beard and his knees just gave out on him and he couldn't play. He tried, he had some kind of heel spur, which I'm nervous about. I may have something like that. 
and every, fans thought he was didn't want to play, blah, blah, blah. But you got to listen to Larry Bird because I remember Bill Walton because they were 12 years old when they won it with the Spurs, um, and uh, which was a big deal. I'm not the Spurs, I say Portland Trailblazers. And they, 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 they interviewed certain games and he just he came in after two years of everybody like kind of booing him. He was getting like a million dollars a year, which was the highest paid player. The battles with him and Jabbar, and Jabbar was in his prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a cu- couple of games. Even Jabbar was, he was eating my lunch. Like Jabbar, he could go, you know how to guard Jabbar, especially the Skyhook. Probably one of the best players to guard that. Um, and it was just a real fast. He's also a Grateful Dead guy. He's a Zen kind of guy. He's married to this little, uh, little Asian woman um, who uh, uh, he's totally in love with, and the kids love her. And, uh, it's a very interesting, uh, you know, uh, thing. And then he took off for two years, like went back to school to become a uh, doctor or something like that. He was, and all of a sudden he, he was playing with his kids. He used to have to play with his kids sitting down in a chair. Now his kids were big cause he's mm. big. And one day he threw an interception. He used to play, he used to play touch football, but he would have to sit in a chair and he threw an interception. One of his, one of his kids yelled at him. Dad, you threw an interception. You suck or something like that. And he was like, what'd you say? And the kid took off running and he went up running after him. And it wasn't until he grabbed the kid, he realized, like, I can run again. It had been two years. He hasn't really run. So he started to play basketball at like uh, down the street. He's like, wait, my my knees feel okay. My heel feels on his foot. Mostly his foot, not his heel, uh, knees. And um, so next thing you know, he started making like calls, blah, blah, blah. He went to like playing some like rec league or something, blah, blah, blah. So what does he do? He ends up calling Red Auerbach. And while he called Red Auerbach, Larry Bird was in the room. And Larry Bird's like, Bill Walton, get him. Get him. And I think it was 87 or 88 when the Celtics were pretty good. Mm. And Bill Walton was a was a part-time player. Part-time player. And he completely like had some huge, huge steals and dunks at the end of game. I was like, oh, Bill. And I hated the Celtics back then. So I remember like, oh, I wonder why I didn't like this guy. He was on the Celtics. But he totally like came back. And then he was scheduled to come back the next year. He was all fired up. And then one game he went up for a rebound. And his, his, his entire foot split in half. Like the mm. bone just crumbled. Mm. And then he had to get it like. He had to get everything fused together with the ankle. So now he walks like peg leg baits. Otherwise, they thought he could lose his foot and stuff like that. But mm. the Bill Walton story story is go check it out. I think it's called the luck. I'm the luckiest guy on earth, the luckiest guy in the world, something like that. Uh, totally mind blogging. But the one year with when he was with the uh, Portland Trailblazers, he couldn't practice. And so he just would show up like he only played weekend games. Like this is professional. Can you imagine like, and Randall, he's just, he's back home from Monday to Friday, but he'll be there Friday night against the Hawks. Like, (laughs) because that's the only, and he would play hard for two days, but then he couldn't walk for five days. And I'm like, and yet yet they were paying him. It's really good documentary. If you're a basketball fan, please check out the uh, Bill Walton documentary. Also, my daughter's down in Atlantic city for nationals here at Shea. Uh, she did her solo on Monday, which I watched streaming, which I put it up on my TV there. And I was like, act like I was there. She did a great job. Nat, you were wonderful. She nailed the dance. She did what she had to do. She went out there, did her thing. It was great to see that. I'll be down there. It's at Harris down in the, not the best casino in the world. Harris. Yeah, but they got a nice like. little pool party over there. Yeah, I know. But yeah, have you been there recently? No, I'm not. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
there's a pool party, all right, but we'll be right back. <laughs> now a word from our sponsor. Um, yeah, it's uh, that place. Harris sucks. It's right next to the Borgata. <laughs> oh, it does. It's just uh, plus, I don't. It's, it's another thing. You got all these girls, uh, young girls, between ages, you know, from from eight to eighteen, walking around in these skimpy outfits in a casino. Okay, and it's just like like I, when I walk with Natalie, I'm like literally holding her hand, like shoving her under my shirt because I'm like, there's a bunch of guys coming in, like, ooh yeah, all of a sudden it's, it's like this is what a bad idea to have a <laughs> dance competition in a casino and a shitty one at that. You know, if you're up mm. at the Ocean View or at the Brigada, you know, yeah, you have a chance. But this is just what an awful, awful setup um, down there. And, and let listen, all my friends down in Atlantic City, I went to college with a bunch of them. Uh, including one of my sponsors, one of my Patreon, but um, Atlantic City, uh, they 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 are in need of a more than a full time timeout right there. They, there's no a thirty second Atlantic City. Like no one says, "Oh, Atlantic City." You know what? It's getting nice now. They say that about like everywhere else, Asbury Park, even parts of Patterson. For Christ's sake, oh, God. Atlantic City's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, Atlantic <laughs> City, you go. You know what Atlantic City is good for? If you don't drink. You can drive there, gamble, have a great – because once you're at the tables, you can be in someone's living room. It doesn't matter. You're focused mm-hmm. on the cards. You don't care. But when you're done, you're in Atlantic City, and you just want to get on that expressway, get to the parkway, and that'll do it here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Atlantic City is shot. Um, yeah, you, make one wrong, you make one wrong turn down there, too. You are in uh, the no man's it, uh, it's, it's It's just – it's just brutal. Uh, you know, again, like I said, once you're gambling, you're in there. It doesn't matter. But then the people walk, everybody, you know what? It's, everybody just looks, uh, they just, every, I don't know. Everybody, you know what? They they just look sloppy and, and, and <laughs> shirts that are untucked. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> just something about Atlantic City is just, and the boardwalk is just, you know, they're still talking about the diving horse and all that stuff. And none of that's there. And I'll tell you another thing. What happened to the big Atlantic City Pier? I went last year, probably talked about this last year. I'm telling you right now, and it's topical. The big Atlantic City Pier is down 10-7 at the half against the St. John Vianney Fair. Okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's got rides that, like, you see, like, with, there's no permanent rides. They all look like they wheel them out there at night. Like, it's awful. What happened to the big structures? It's supposed to be a big – that should be, like, great adventure on a pier. Mm. Instead, it looks like you know the Island Fair getting involved. And speaking of St. John Vianney Fair, that's right. This week through Saturday, St. John Vianney Fair. Rumors have it that Johnny Trino may make a guest appearance on Wednesday night. Uh, I may stop in and say hello to some of my uh, friends down there at St. John Vianney Fair. Always had a good time at that place back in the day. Um, so yeah, so Nat, good luck. You got a bunch of dances Friday and Saturday. I will be there with bells on here from the Omni. Which brings us to, of course, uh, Lisa Ruane Therapy, uh, 201-725-1251. She called me with a very nice note the other day, and she said, Jimmy, somebody called from the Jimmy Palumbo Show. As I go away now, where am I? Am yeah, I back? Yeah, yeah you're back. I'm back, back now. I don't know why mm-hmm. that's doing that. Uh, the computer's shutting down. Um, she, uh, Someone called, and they are a fan of the show, and then they called her up. They were in a jam, I guess, not feeling so good about themselves, whatever. And she may have a potential client, which is awesome. Of course, she didn't get any names. That's not what she does. And so give her a shot. She's sweet people, good people. 201-725-1251. Mental health awareness. You know, if you're having a tough time, can't put everything together, you got to go talk to somebody. Give Lisa a call. She'll help you out. Also, Pine Tar Bar and Grill, 121 South Main Street, Fork and River, 609-489-4286. 
So Dave, you look like you're excited about this. You gotta yeah, go to yeah. this place. Well, because uh Al Cosgrove, do you know Albert Cosgrove? Oh yeah. Okay, so he uh he hit me up yesterday. Uh, because I hit him up about his new towing company. He's got a new towing company with his brother. Um, so I, you know, I hit him up, small talk, and he's like, Hey, come football season, I gotta take you to this bar. Uh, Bingo knows all about it too. And I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, Oh yeah, well, I was like, by any chance, what's the name of that place? And he mentioned them those guys. Right. And I was like, you know, Oh shit, you know they sponsor the show. You know, it's great. <clears throat> it's it's it, it's in an old um, not a hula hands, it's in an old uh oh god one of those chains that went out of business and another restaurant took it. So they got like a big kitchen, like my buddy t- <laughs> you know, like a Bennigan's kind of play. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I said the name, it used to be one of them a touch in there by St. Joe's. I know you know the name of this place. I know you do. Anyway, F- famous so it's, it, it's, it's not like a shitty like pub. It's like they, they can like a full, full kitchen. And obviously my buddy who owns it's Italian and his family used to own some Italian restaurants. So like you go in there and get like food, but the best part about it is, man, there are TVs. Like, it's like, I, I, it's like you'll be like, oh, this is getting involved. <laughs> it's a little bit further down the road, down there. I forget what exit it is. It's kind of in, it's obviously in Fork and River. It's a little bit of a ride, but it's one of those things. If you're coming and going, um, and uh, we we may have a, I may do something there after the playoffs. It'll be something like, well, you watch the playoff games with your dad, but and brother, but. Uh, we went there for the playoff game. It's awesome. And he's, he's, he's into the Yankees and, you know, he's a big Steeler fan. He's got different fans, different TVs. It's, it's really a good sports bar. So go down to the Pine Tar Bar and Grill and go talk to Al Cosgrove here at Shea, America's <laughs> favorite cop. All right. Well, listen, um, fine little show here. Um, my heel is better. My Patreon is stuck at 32. Uh, and uh, Dave, uh, I'm going to put Dave on the spot. He, Dave's going to jerk around with my little uh, situation here, maybe look nicer next week. Uh, I mean, this is that's this simply internet. That's 100% internet. Right no, no, now. no. I'll talk about the names and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll dial it up a little bit. I'll dial it up. And that's it. I appreciate all my people that listen and sending me texts, especially those on LinkedIn and Patreon. And of course, Beer League, the series. Uh, please go check it out. Dave, you explain that better than I do. Yeah, check it out. It's on YouTube right now at Beer League the Series, and uh, it's it's still picking up steam. We had a great uh, shared clip last week from your friend and mine, uh, Dave, from the show. Uh, he shared it out there. So uh, a big reel is over on Jimmy Palumbo's uh, Instagram right now. That keeps growing. So, you know, keep it up. And we also, obviously, Indiegogo is a big thing right now, trying to get those next, uh, next episodes recorded so- and in the can. Go to Indiegogo, I-N-D-I-E, gogo.com, and search Beer League the Series, and please donate. And uh, we're going to, as soon as we get a few dollars, we're going to, well, we got some money in there, but we want to get more, mm-hmm. and we're going to shoot these things right away. We're hoping to be back on, you know, another five episodes uh, sooner than you think. So I appreciate all the support there and the Patreon and my sponsors. That'll do it here from the Omni under one hour here, getting involved. Dave, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Have a good weekend. And your pictures of your kids adorable at the diner, by the way. I forgot oh, to they're the that. best. She's the best. So great. So great. And plus, I love the one like Miles just looking over like, that. what's going on? Why are you talking to her? He's talking to me. <laughs> he already yeah. looks like it. Your kid already looks like an obnoxious cowboy fan. Already. That's why. <laughs> that's that's why we got That's why we. That, and he was wearing a red shirt. I was going to say, Scarlet Knight right there. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, but he's, but he's allowed to root for Rutgers. But every, by the way, for those I have no idea what I'm talking about, every time Dave said to 
picture with his kids online. If the kid has any kind of green on, even if it's like a little <laughs> stripe on his on his shirt, I'm like, there's the jet green. So funny. J E T S. I can't wait for football season. Shit, we're Me too. Me too. Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones will suck. Cowboys are always <laughs> the Cowboys. Anyway, all right, man. Have a good weekend. A week. You too. And we'll swing. Take yes, it sir. easy, everybody.